He's kind of like the Joe Rogan of the hospitality industry right now. Okay, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Slick Talk, the hospitality podcast. And if you can't tell in this episode, we are at the Favor event here in Orlando, Florida. And I'm so excited because this episode is finally bringing back our man and the expert in safety, Justin Ford. And I just want to say this episode is literally packed with a bunch of good conversation points on safety for vacation rentals as the industry continues to blow up and take off into the mainstream consumer space. So with that being said, I won't keep you long. And of course, I have to do an amazing shout out to all of our sponsors who make this podcast possible for us to show up in events. And a big thank you to the Favor organization for allowing us to come here, record, and to capture amazing content in person here in Florida. So thank you to hostfully.com. Thank you to safety.com, Jetstream. And we could not be more excited to partner with you guys. And then, of course, get to meet all of you at these events in person. Amazing companies that are elevating the professionalism in short-term rentals and vacation rentals. So without further ado, big warm welcome for Justin Ford. Let's get into the episode. You're listening to Slick Talk, the hospitality podcast, a podcast for those who are in and around the hospitality industry who love, live, and breathe what they do. You can join us for candid and unscripted conversations with hospitality experts and founders as we go deeper into their personal stories while they're sharing their triumphs and trials that got them to where they are today. I'm your host, Will Slickers, and you're listening to an episode of Slick Talk, the hospitality podcast. Now, let's begin. All right, everybody, we are back, and I'm with Justin Ford, the man, the myth, the legend, who has been on my show once, and now we're finally getting him on twice. Justin, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. I'm excited to be here with you in Florida. Yeah, we are at the Favor, I almost said VRMA, but we are at the Favor Extravaganza here in Orlando, Yep. and uh, we've been doing some micro-interviews, getting some pictures, videos, stuff like that, but you were telling me about how you had a session yesterday when I didn't know, as we were setting up our little, our right. little podcast stuff. Uh, but I wanted to hear more, so I figured we'd just do it on a recording. It's awesome. Yeah, we had a really big announcement yesterday. It was pretty exciting. Um, Breezeway has partnered with Favor to introduce the very first short-term rental safety inspector course that's awesome. designed for a region or a state. Okay. And so um, we've partnered with them now, and anyone in Florida can take this course who's a member. Um, they can pay extra yeah. if they're not a member. Yeah. But um, the course is really focused on helping make sure that managers down here are able to focus on safety at their rental properties better. I love that. And I've been watching, of course, like we all do with each other, watching posts on LinkedIn and on Facebook. And you just told me recently that there's another fire and more, yeah. again, people are dying because of bad smoke alarms or not even having any smoke alarms at all. So for Favor, the partnership that you guys are creating with your safety program, what is going to be like the, the initiative and the, all these property managers and posts that are, are kind of coming to this alliance and organization for, for obviously better education? You know, Florida has the most vacation rentals in the country, favors the largest vacation rental organization in the country. It's bigger than VRMA as far as membership, which yeah. is pretty intense. Yeah. Florida is where people want to go in the winter and the summer. I mean, right now, while we're here, the reason they're doing this conference, this is the only downtime. Yeah. Our kids just went back to school, but this is a popular destination. And with so many new rentals, 75,000 new units online, 
in Florida last year. That's a lot of inventory. Yeah. So they've got a lot of focus that they've got to address because unfortunately, you know, there's been a lot of safety incidents that are happening here. And it was really exciting yesterday to really kind of pinpoint some of those in, in the presentation I did with the managers and, and really get them to identify that we got to address some of these things. Yeah. So let's cover it. Like, give me the rundown, you know, one yep. by one. What are these things that you covered in your presentation? And what, you know, any listeners that are tuning in, like, what is the application for them in order to make sure that they are checking these off of their, their safety checklist? Absolutely. The one that gets the most public attention, and it, it, for me, it, it's a sad topic, is, is pool drownings. Yeah. Um, last year was a record night year in the state of Florida for pool drownings. Um, 98 pool drownings, that's a lot. Um, no other state sees that. Mm. And this year we're over 60 already in Florida. I mean, you'd hate to say, and I mean, it, it, it's almost sick to say we're pacing towards that. Hopefully we're not going to hit that. That's not a number we want to pace toward. No. But a, a large number of these have been in short-term rentals, over 13. Um, so far this year, we just had one last week um, in Polk County. And when we look at the reports on all of these, every single pool drowning is a result of a child getting access to the pool without adult supervision. Mm -hmm. And there's a huge opportunity, you know, if there's an entrepreneur out there, I mean, yeah. you, I'm sure you're like me. There's a million things we want to get done before we yeah. die. Yeah. One thing I'm not going to get done, but I'm throwing out there is someone needs to design a better pool alarm. The pool alarms that are out there, um, they're residential pool alarms. They're for someone who's in your family and you know them and you've talked about it, but they, they're not designed for a renter to use them. Yeah. And so getting a lot of awareness out there using stickers, signage saying, hey, you got to close the pool gate. Don't leave it propped open. Using the the wristbands that you're the water watcher. Yeah. You're keeping an eye on it. And so that's going to be a big focus. We got to get that number down down here in Florida and make sure people are happy and going home with good memories, yeah. not, you know, missing a, a kid. Yeah. Well, the, the crazy thing is, and we have a vacation rental management or not management. We have a vacation rental property out here in Florida. And we have a pool gate. And thankfully, when I was here last year after VRMA, I was installing all the safety stuff after our conversation and going over the pool gate and like how to document, you know, these safety, you know, guidelines saying, hey, like the pool gate's here for a reason, right? Right. And we've had guests even uh, with kids say, hey, can we remove this pool gate? It's kind of annoying. It's obstructing our view. And the message, which was awesome from our team to see was, you know, this is there for your safety, not just for you, but we see that you have kids in the reservation. So unfortunately, the pool gate has to stay, and we ask that he just use it properly and safely. And you know, he's like, "Oh, I didn't think about that," which was a wild response to think about. Right. But at the end of the day, like I think, you know, for what you guys are doing, it's great to know where these tools and resources are. But the hosts and the managers need to start implementing and documenting it for the guests as well. They do. You can't just do it and be like, "Well, I checked it off because Justin told me to." Right. And now expect your guests to fully understand why that's there. Which they, is a weird thing to think about, but they need to understand it. And the guests don't, they're not, they have what's called vacation brain. Yeah. And yeah. we know what vacation brain is. So yeah, yeah a huge focus there. hundred percent. So outside of the pool drownings, what was the next couple of things that you covered in your presentation? Well, slip strips and falls are always a big one, but I kind of narrowed in on a focus that Florida, unfortunately has another claim to, and Florida is the number one state for tip over accidents with furniture. Okay. And like outdoor furniture or indoor furniture, we're yeah. talking dressers. Um, okay. you know, Ikea is in the news yeah, right yeah. now because of they're getting hammered by all these tip over accidents, that lightweight furniture. It's very popular, yeah. but Ikea uses 1% of the world's wood. Yeah. Think about all the furnishings that are out there in these short-term rentals. And if you look in the headlines right now, that's what's there. 
Um, and the attorneys are picking up on it too. There's a lot of, you can just Google furniture tip over accident in Florida. The, the attorneys are advertising for it. Mm. I go in and out of short terminals all the time and I see tall dressers and TVs that aren't secure. So they're not anchoring them to the wall. They're not anchoring the wall. Most of them come when you buy a TV. Yeah. It's the remote, two AA batteries, and the anchor kit. If you can't get it, they're nine bucks at Amazon or Home Depot, safety first, really easy. But these things are tipping over. And I don't think people understand the force of a dresser falling on you. They've estimated the force of it is over 227,000 pounds of force. Not 227 pounds, 227,000 pounds of force coming down that weight on top of a child. And I think what happens is in our own home, yeah. you know, I think you're a bachelor. Yeah. I, I live, my wife and I live without kids. Yeah. When I bring in a, a dresser, I'm not going to climb it. I just no. put it in there. So we yeah. don't think about these things. 100%. And I think a lot of managers don't think about that too. They're packing the furniture and the owners are doing it. It's an investment. And nobody's pausing and going, wait a minute, we're going to have little kids in here. Yeah. We have a due diligence to make sure that we're securing this furniture. We know this is a problem. Yeah. We've got to address it. Or grandma and grandpa even. Like, or grandma and grandpa. You know, so they've exactly. got the walkers, those things that can knock some stuff over. Exactly. Yeah. So real big opportunity there. So what's, I guess, outside like anchoring, is it just more or less being, how, how do you slow down a host or a property manager enough to get them to realize that it just takes like five more minutes to screw in a couple of anchors, hook it up to the dresser or the TV. Like, how do we, cause it seems really simple. That's yeah. What, that's what sucks. It seems really simple. Right. Um, it seems like a no brainer, right. Talking about it. But when it comes to being a manager, you get this through property, you're excited about the contract. You're excited about getting the photos done. You're excited about the burnishing. You're excited about maybe the destination as a whole. So there's all these things that you're looking at and then in between those cracks is safety. Right. And I guess there probably is no right answer for it, but like, what is a good answer to get people to slow down and pay attention to that? It's the worst, but I, I, I wish all I could do was talk about the positive things. You need to do this. If yeah. I could just say, Hey, you need to do this. You need to do this. You need to do this. And that's all I said. And people did it. It'd be yeah. great. I hate having to share the stories. Yeah. I hate having to say, you know, we don't want to get into this industry and go, Hey, you got to put a smoke alarm in because someone's going to die or you have a smoke alarm that's yellow uh right. probably should change that exactly you don't want to give the stories but the stories are unfortunately what's doing it it's the managers that are standing up now and going hey oh yeah this did happen to us and the managers are going oh that happened to them they're our competitor we thought they were better than us and yeah. now they're in court i hate that but it happens with all accidents you look at the boeing 787 max yep. crashed once crashed twice Third time they went, all right, let's ground these things and do it. Our industry almost needs to do the same thing with some of these safety things and go, hey, this keeps happening. Maybe it hasn't happened to you yet, yeah. but it's going to. It's not a matter of if, but when, and you've got to jump in and address these things. If you're an auto mechanic, yeah. you tighten the lug nuts and you check them. You get a torque wrench and you make sure that they're tight. That's just your job. Yeah. It's not just changing a tire. There's a process and we need to understand how important that process is for the rentals as well. 100%. And the one thing I've, so traditional hotel manager myself, I was educated through Marriott, through even an independent uh, brand that was independently owned. They had like a guidebook, a yep. kind of like, here's the processes and systems, and here's how we do this. This is what we operate in. This is our unit standardization for a studio, one bedroom, all this stuff, right? Like right. very well documented. 
the point where it was like, it was kind of scary talking to guests because you were very scripted. You were down to the teeth. Um, but Vacation Rentals, it's very entrepreneurial. It's very visionary focused. Yes. You do have some people that are smart enough and they're like, hey, I'm very visionary focused. I need to get an executor where they can like actually put this stuff into like a document and, you know, make it all standard. With that being said, companies or alliances or organizations like Faber, um, bringing in a lot of education, how can the vacation rental industry really make a simple barrier to entry for any new Airbnb hosts to then the bigger PMs that we see and know that are here in this room with us? How, is there like a, you know, I, I like the analogy that you have here with the hotel industry. There's all, there's a, a riff in our yeah, yeah, world, yeah, yeah. you know, between vacation rentals. I said seven years ago, at some point in time, Hilton or Marriott are going to get smart enough. They're going to do an ad that shows how dangerous a short-term rental is. And we just saw that this summer. Hilton came out with an ad. It was all scary. We knew it was going to happen. But at your Marriott you worked at, they had a safety employee of the month. Uh-huh. They had a special parking sign for that person. There's no one in our industry doing that. There's some that are getting close. But, I mean, think about that. That's yeah. crazy that. We have more rooms than hotels in short-term rentals in the United States, and yet no one is saying, hey, so that's, we've got to have leaders in this industry, and there are some. Yeah. I think of, you know, Caleb Hannon up at Stay Lake Norman. He's got a safety program. Love Brittany, Caleb. Shout out to you. Shout out to Caleb. I love Brittany, who's here with Breathe Easy in yeah. Florida. Um, there's a lot of companies now that are stepping up their game and realizing we need to do this, and so... It's just going to, I think, take that trickle effect. Yeah. And we're seeing a lot of interest now from the individual managers, or not managers, excuse me, the hosts. Yeah. The ones you were talking about, um, the Airbnb person who owns an Airbnb. Mm-hmm. And some of them are even getting that on marketing. This is where managers need to pay attention. Yeah. I've seen a host who said, come stay in my rental. It's safer than the professional company in town. I go in and check my smoke alarms between rentals. I see the professional managers. They're running around like chickens with their head cut off. And so managers need to pay attention to the fact that some of these hosts are really stepping up the game within our own little internal competition in our industry. Yeah. Well, and that's a a great like sign because I think the focus on individuality versus like scalability, right? Like a lot of people get into this game or to this industry for scale. They want to get to a hundred homes within six months, 12 months, even, um, can you be safe scaling that fast? Probably not, as you've not, seen. Not without, you've got to put a safety policy in place. Yeah. You've got to have, I mean, if you get this, if you want to go work for Southwest Airlines and be a ground handler, yeah. the guy who takes the bags on and off the plane, sounds like a pretty simple job. Yeah. You go to two weeks of safety training. And yet here in our industry, you come in and you're able to go in and out of a rental property and yeah. say it's ready for a guest and you haven't had any training at all. Huge, huge opportunities that we have. And that covers not just safety. That yeah. covers all aspects of what we need to do. We need to understand that this isn't a mom and pop industry anymore. Yeah. We're professionals. To the big message my boss, Jeremy, at, yeah. at Breezeway has been saying for a long time, professionalization in this industry is, and having good leadership is what's going to help us move forward with what we want to achieve. 100%. And I love that you kind of tied in the marketing piece because... When I, again, to reference the hotel days, we always saw marketing and operations as two different entities that never needed to talk to each other. Yep. When in reality, the best marketing was done through operations and operations was done, or the best marketing was done through, uh, uh, yeah, sorry, flip those around, whatever you want. Yep. But we're saying that they're two in the same and that they need to communicate together. And I think, like you just said, you know, getting 
in, you know, in, introduced into safety with a vacation rental, that will also introduce you to better operations. That can also get you into better marketing. If you stay in the home enough times yourself as a PM or the Airbnb host, you'll be able to cover every kind of touch of the business. Exactly. Um, if you're you know, slowing down enough to probably pay attention. So, you know, one of the most exciting sales uh, for me, we've had a partnership with proper insurance for a couple of years yeah. now and proper insurance has looked at the data of all the people who've gone through safety reviews that we've done. Yeah. They haven't had any claims on those properties. These are the properties that aren't having problems with parking issues, aren't having safety trickles downhill. Yeah. No trash issues, no parties, no claims. I mean, that's huge. And I think we're going to see the insurance sector continue to drive that safety forward. When you look, that proper charge is an extra hundred dollars yeah. per unit for per bunk bed. I mean, that's a sign that bunk beds are having a problem. Yeah. You might want to reconsider having a bunk bed in your rental. Smart. But when you see that, on the other hand, they're not seeing claims when we're getting that chance to say, hey, this is what you've done. You've done it right to make it safe. Then that's that's a big win for our industry. 100%. So we've covered a lot in this like last 15 minutes, but I want to cover outside of your present or in more of your presentation. Yeah. Was there some other big announcements, some other big kind of takeaways that you guys were, you know, teaching everybody while we were at, in session? This is the first time I'm sharing this on air. This is some pretty cool new data that we've been working on. One of the really interesting things we took a look at is a study that came out of the University of Japan okay. and another study that came out of Montreal. And the focus was on fire deaths and alcohol use. Mm. So a survey was just done that said that over 70% of Americans admit that they drink alcohol on vacation. I think we, those of us in this industry know yeah. that. Yeah. We also learned that 53% of them admit that they reach a level of heavy intoxication during their vacation. So you go, okay. So it's half not just a, one or two beers. It's not one or two beers, half. Here's the scary fact out of Japan. They just did a study of all fire deaths in the world in the past 10 years. 67% of fire deaths in a property where there was a working smoke alarm found that the person who died was intoxicated. So now look at that data and crunch it. We can basically assume that half of our runners are intoxicated and over 60% of them aren't going to wake up. We have to go to the next level of smoke alarms. And that's what I was talking about. Interconnected smoke alarms. You can't have one in the kitchen that's not talking to one in the bedroom. Yeah. You've got three minutes in these newer homes to get out of here. Down here in Florida, these houses go up fast. And they're, when they catch on fire, it's not like the old days where an old New England farmhouse, you've got yeah. 14 minutes to get out. So really emphasizing that we've got to up our game here because the people who are staying with us, just to quickly break this out, we got two to 12 year olds who don't wake up to smoke alarms because they're little kids. Yeah. We've got almost 20% of our renters who are elderly who have hearing disabilities that don't wake up to smoke alarms. And we've got half the people who are intoxicated. I don't know who's left in there. Yeah. I think that's a 28 year old that doesn't drink, yeah. but. We got a lot of people staying in our properties and we've got to be aware that it's our responsibility to wake them up and get out of the house. They're trusting us yeah. if there's a problem. So that was, um, it's some pretty remarkable data that I, that we've been able to put together and kind of analyze and really get people thinking a bit more about, we, we got to take care of our people yeah. and make sure they're okay. So for the interconnected smoke alarm systems with your guys' program and everything, is there a a link or a resource or like where do property managers kind of get this just so that way they could be ahead of the curve if they're listening or if they're even just getting a new property out. Yeah. You know, it, it's been really awesome. Um, 
I mentioned my boss earlier, Jeremy, he really yeah. strongly believes in, in the safety program and, and brought me into Breezeway to help elevate that. Yeah. And we're doing the safe, we're offering, we're, there's nothing hidden about our safety checklists. Yeah, you have it. full access. Yeah, you've taken it. They're yeah. free. You go to our website, we're giving you access to it. We'll help you if you have questions. We'll validate it for you. It's free. Yeah. We're trying to get this industry to that level where we care about safety and we show it. We should be embarrassed. And I, I mentioned this earlier, and I'd love to say this here. I mean, if you were told when you went to go fly on a Delta airline that you had to bring your own oxygen can with you yeah. because the masks may not work, or if you were told when you went on a cruise, you need to bring a life jacket, you'd be yeah. going, I'm not going on that cruise. I don't know. Yet the media is telling everyone when they come stay in our homes, they better bring a carbon monoxide alarm and a smoke alarm. We should be embarrassed as an industry about that. Yeah. We need to be better than that. People shouldn't have to bring safety items with them to have a safe vacation experience in our rental properties. 100%. Oh, it's, yeah, I can't, I have nothing to add to that because it's too good. Like that's the message of the whole thing yeah. is that we shouldn't have to make our guests, you know, think about their safety. Like they don't do it with hotels mostly. They don't do it with airlines. Yeah. They don't do it with cruises. So why, why would they do it with us? Exactly. That's a really good point. Well, Justin, is there anything else that you, any breaking news uh, that you may have for us outside of this? Well, you, you know, you know, I can go for hours. Yeah. You know, there's accidents that happen all the time. Yeah. I think people just need to, they need to take a deep analysis. I, I watch a lot of these Airbnb super host groups on yeah. Facebook. Some of them have 200,000. There's some crazy stuff in yeah. them. But I keep watching people posting these properties going, hey, how do you like my listing? Isn't it beautiful? And I'm looking at it and I'm going, it's beautiful, but there's no handrails. You've got, I saw one today where it's a, here in Orlando, it's a Star Wars theme room. Yeah. They got TIE fighters flying across the windows. It's, it's like bars on the windows. And Olaf and Anna from Frozen are yeah. like underneath these twin beds. And for, I mean, people have got a, we're getting a little out of hand here. Yeah. We, we, it's okay to have fun in some of these properties, but remember, you, we're not going for the most extreme and outrageous, crazy design. We're going for a safe stay for our renters. So I yeah. agree more. Well, uh, Justin, it's always great talking to you. We've uh, given a lot for the listeners. But I think at the end of the day, anyone who's listening, anyone's at favor, we're not a part of favor and you're in Orlando or Florida in general, just need to get a part of it. And yep. we're going to find you just for more safety tips, you know, tricks and uh, all Easy to reach us at breezeway.io um, backslash safety or uh, safety at breezeway.io. And of course, you can always follow uh, hashtag short-term rental safety and you'll find us on Instagram, Facebook, yeah. LinkedIn, all that stuff. So Awesome. Well, I'll make sure to put all in the, the show notes in the description, but it's always a pleasure getting to talk to you. Awesome. And uh, excited for another episode in the future. I love working with you, Will. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening and thank you to our show partners for making Slick Talk, the hospitality podcast possible. We hope you enjoyed the show and we would love to connect with you outside of the podcast. So you can follow us on all of our social media channels for daily hospitality content or find us on slicktalkthepodcast.com. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss an episode. I'm your host, Will Slickers, and we will see you guys all again next week.